Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Group. now on Block TV and Lucky Mojo Video Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Clifford Lowe of clifflow.com in Scenic, Scenic, New Jersey. And in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman of Conjurman Consulting in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest, Brother Christopher of roomworker.com in California bringing us today's topic of how to stop gossip and lies. They will take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo conjurer root work as divined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Captain Ironwood and Contraband. Miss Kat? Hi, Clifford. Um, we have some odd sounds on, our, on the air. I'm going to ask Nagashiva to try muting people selectively and see what happens. Okay, well, that got rid of it, whatever it was. <laughs> Hi, this is Kat. Um, gee, um, today is a very interesting um, day for me. I am walking around with one of those weird, hard plastic boots on my left foot. I had to have a little um, lumpishness taken out of my ankle, a little extra lump. It is non-toxic non-cancerous, just a little fatty lump. And um, so I am hobbling about. It probably came about when I broke my toe. I had to be wearing a boot for um, the toe to heal, and apparently that skewed the way I held my ankle, and that now has resulted in ankle damage, which has now been addressed. So thank you, Dr. Jordan, my wonderful podiatrist. Um I keep on thinking it's my left foot. All right. So that's my news. Uh, it has kept me out of the shop because I can't really walk. I'm crooked now with this big old boot again. But other than that, all is well in Lucky Mojo land. been working hard on uh, updates for the Hoodoo Heritage Festival, and uh, things are coming along very, very well in that regard. If you haven't bought your tickets, go get them now. They will go up right before the festival um, itself, so you can get a bargainer price if you buy them now. And the uh, cost of the festival, two days for 10 workshops, is offset by the arrival in your mailbox of a goodie box worth $100 retail value of uh, products and um, books and things that you can use and will be instructed how to use in the workshops because our workshops are not just lectures. They are actual hands-on workshops. So that's all the news here. I um, 
I see that um, that there are some nice folks here in the chat. I see Papa G in the chat. Um, and Papa G is going to be one of the people who's um, going to be at the festival as a presenter. I will. And, um, my gosh, um, Clifford Lowe, our announcer, will be a, a presenter as well. And there's going to be a whole bunch of neat things. Go to hoodooheritagefestival.com and check it out. So that's my news for the week. Uh, funny foot news, uh, lots of social media announcements to be made about the festival. So how are things with you, Conjurman? Uh, things are quite well. Well, first I do wish you a swift mending of your foot uh, and things go <laughs> well with your healing. Glad that it was not uh, uh, too serious. But the boot can be quite annoying. <laughs> the mm-hmm. plastic boot yeah. can be quite annoying. So swift mending for you. Uh, I've been uh, quite busy doing what I do uh, best in readings and clients. Um, I have to mention that recently there's been a lot of real kind of uh, focus on love work from clients. And so uh, I've been doing quite a bit of it. And I think, um, yeah, I, I could say this. This is probably this past month I've done more reconciliation work than I've done in years. Uh, I do do quite a bit of reconciliation work. I think all of us can attest who are professional root workers that reconciliation work is probably the number one most requested type of work. Probably the number one most requested type of work. Mm-hmm. Also the number one most requested reading. Will I get back with so-and-so? Do they actually love me? Is probably one of the more common ones. Uh, so it, I've done more. It, it, it's always been popular. It's always been incredibly popular, but Right now, this month has been uh, a real uptick, and so I'm currently doing some uh, breakup and reconciliation work, and go to the altars. You can really see the divide on the on my uh, altar-facing uh, sunset. You can see the black candles in the souring jar, and you can see all of that nice stuff. We'll say the nasty stuff. And then when you see, you look at my altars facing the rising of the sun, uh, it's all pink candles and wonderful incense. <laughs> you could literally walk into my altar room and just see the divide between the breakup work and the reconciliation work. Uh, so it's been, it's been interesting uh, and lots of following up by cleansing of the house because when you're burning things like sulfur for breakup work, you've got to make sure those windows are open and make sure that you, oh you follow gosh. it up with some nice cleansing and purifying incense because good Lord. Um, so it's been, it's been an interesting month with lots of those type of clients. But the good news is we're seeing some phenomenal results, cool results. And I think it's just because the timing is, is right for it. I think the pressure has been built up as a result of um, dating has been stilted because of the pandemic and because of long distance and social distancing and whatnot. And I think that's built a real sort of psychic pressure in our interpersonal relationships and genuinely an actual psychic pressure in our relationships. And so work is just manifesting so much faster within like days. Uh, if you your light and your breakup candles, people are breaking apart and the same with reconciliation work. You know, you're just seeing such quick and fast results. And I think that's just because there's an overwhelming like world momentum that's sort of being built and the magic is really tapping into that. So it's been a really, really interesting month. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I can just visualize you um, burning sulfur in your house. <laughs> yeah. It, it, isn't, isn't that a car? Like, you're just sitting there going, oh, that's <laughs> Of course he's going to burn sulfur. <laughs> you, are, you are quite old school, buddy. Quite old school. <laughs> I am. Got to give you that one. Well, um, let's see. I, I, I might add that um, I've had a very strange run at Hoodoo Psychics of people calling me, paying me by the minute at Hoodoo Psychics to introduce themselves to me and tell me they want to take my Hoodoo Root Work Correspondence course. Oh, they don't have a question. They don't have a question at all. Just, hi. I just thought I'd say hi. You know, nice to meet you. <laughs> it's kind of, it's it's interesting, the idea of paying me to say hi to me, but um, I'm enjoying it. Um, and they're it, they're nice people. They're great people. But it's all of a sudden, somebody got that idea and it spread through, I don't know, maybe extrasensory perception to four different mm. people having done this recently. So, hey, yeah, if you want to just talk, nice to see people give me a call. Keen to, talk, yeah, keen to talk to you and keen to become your student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Um, there's an easier way to do it. You can always just join the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and introduce yourself <laughs> and say hello, and I'll remember who you are. But, um, but yeah, it's kind of neat because I'm getting the, these people's voices in my mind, and it's kind of odd. Mm-hmm. It's odd. Um, you know, uh, I never know why these things come in clusters, you know what I mean? It's just like um, it was a, it's really a new do. little really a little wave. Whoops! Now we're going to have that. Probably as soon as I mention it, it'll go away. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, um, we have a topic today, and I want to um, get to that topic as soon as we introduce our guest. Our topic is going to be how to stop gossip and lies, and um, it, it was brought to us by our guest. And first of all, this guest, um, Brother Christopher, has never been on this show before as a guest, and I want to introduce him a little bit and set the stage, and then he's going to talk a little bit before we get to our topic. So Brother Christopher is someone I've known for a while, quite a while. Um, He is associated with um, Dr. E products. He works for Mama E, and he... um, is a candle deacon and um, a magician, and he is a rune worker. He works with uh, Nordic runes as a reading system. And um, he's been a student of mine, graduate, a long time, and uh, hangs out in the Lucky Mojo Forum. You can find him there under the name Brother Christopher. Well, he recently joined AIR, and he joined Hoodoo Psychics, both. So if you're looking for a reading from him, you can find him at readersandrootworkers.org or at hoodoopsychics.com under the name Brother Christopher. So get to know him. There um, is a lot to know there. He's a very interesting guy. And um, with all that having been said, uh, welcome to the show, Brother Christopher. Welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you for the welcome. Thank you, everyone. Um, I'm happy to be here. It's very exciting. Well, I've listened well to... tell us a little about... Tell us just a little brief um, thing about you. Who are you and what do you do? And what kind of clients do you serve? What kind of root work do you do? Just give us a minute on that. We'd like to know. Um, where to begin? 
So I guess I'll start with the kind of work that I like to do. My favorite kind of work is empowerment, especially for wisdom, um, spiritual and mental strength and ability, and helping people kind of like get clarity and insight into things in order to make those right moves so that way they can keep moving forward in their lives and do the next right thing that kind of like knocks that domino that starts that chain reaction that will open up opportunities, open up their roads, and just move forward. Um, And so for myself, um, wisdom, like I said, plays a big part in that. And so I tend to see wisdom as playing a role in everything. And so if you can have wisdom and love in order to make the best decisions in love, that is a benefit for everybody. You can have wisdom in court cases and legal issues so that way you can choose the right person to represent you and present paperwork in a timely and effective manner and um, all of that can open up, you know, getting the, the results that you want from all that kind of stuff. Wisdom and money and getting that right job or making that right investment. Um, that is kind of my main thing. I, I all uh, as you mentioned, I work with runes. Runes was one of the first things that first brought me into spiritual practices, and I I've spent many years uh, reading with the runes, doing spells and rituals with runes, um, and trying to understand them better and understand root work and spiritual practices better. And um, it was through that pursuit and understanding that it ultimately led me to Lucky Mojo and um, which also opened my eyes to so many things and to taking your class and becoming a graduate and uh, working with the people I work with, knowing Dr. E, knowing Mama E, uh, working with them. Um, Gosh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's really Glad wonderful to have, to have you, you as a, yes, it's great to have you as a member of what I call the AIR family, Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers. Okay, um, let us talk about our topic. Our topic today is stopping lies and gossip and lies. Now, as um, I always do, before we start talking about the topic, I'm going to give some ideas, my feelings about it. I'm going to ask Nagashiva to put through the chat a rather lengthy little document that I prepared for myself. And this is for my own use. I'm sharing it with the public for the first time. And it's called Notes on How to Stop the Spread of Gossip and Lies Within Spiritual and Magical Communities. And I've never published this before, so this is a first, but I would like it to be um, put out there where people can see it. Um, so Shiva's going to just um, put it through. So um, I'm going to read a little bit of it. There, it's in four parts. Part A, to prevent and stop gossip and lies about yourself. Guard or render magically unusable your personal concerns insofar as you can. In other words, put protection around your signature, your photo, things like that. Use protection and anti-evil eye, prayer, spells, herbs, and spiritual supplies routinely. Well, I think we all know what those are. 
Uh, number three, if gossip and lies have already started, use stop gossip, confusion, or inflammatory confusion, prayer, spells, herbs, and spiritual supplies against those who spread the gossip. Number four, take mundane social and legal steps, if necessary, to bring an end to defamation. Add court case products if relevant to the issue. In other words, you might have to do some mundane work. Number five, do not gossip to others about any gossip that is being spread about yourself. Speak only to your reader or root worker. This is so important. (laughs) Okay, part B, to prevent and stop gossip and lies about others. One, Gossip spreads from person to person like a disease. Gossip dies when transmission ceases. Two, explain simply to the gossiper that you do not like participating in speculation about people. Three, if the gossiper is persistent, explain your philosophy more fully, including examples of the spiritual rules you follow, such as, I'm Jewish, we don't do Lashan Hara, take it somewhere else, (laughs) or whatever you have to say about it. Number four, as a root worker, do not take on cases involving curses of third parties without performing a divination first. This is, I'm just going to make a little side note on this. One of my root worker friends who runs a candle lighting service reported to me that a client of his and a customer of my shop had just asked for doom candles to be set on someone in air. And um, he said he would not set them. So that's good. But, you know, you have to be aware that that just because someone's offering you money to set a doom candle or a destruction candle on a fellow root worker, you don't take that money. That's not good. Number five, it is not necessary to inform the subject of the gossip about the issue unless physical threats or curses are involved. You're just going to upset them and spread more gossip, so it's not a good idea. C, how to handle gossip that has risen to the level of defamatory lies. One, lies spread from person to person like a disease. Lies die when transmission ceases. If you believe the liar to be motivated by economic competition, ignore the lies. In other words, hey, they have a competing shop. If you believe the liar to be motivated by spiritual competition, ignore the lies. They have a competing religion. If you believe the liar to be motivated by personality disorder, reduce your interactions to the bare minimum. In other words, if they are, you know, somebody who is sociopathic or motivated by race hatred or some sort of personality disorder. Number five, if you believe the liar to be motivated by past personal trauma or PTSD, proceed to part D. Now, these are people who spread lies because they've been triggered and it's not always their fault and it's not always rises to the level for personality disorder so now on to part d questions to ask those who are trying to involve you in the spread of gossip or lies to aid or assist them one do you need social legal therapeutic or spiritual help it's a very simple question you don't have to ask it as formally as that but that's what it is number two can i personally be of help to you in any way Number three, form a reading for you on the accuracy of what you have heard or what you believe. Offer a free reading. Number four, do you think that a facilitated meeting or mediation between the parties would help? That doesn't mean you have to be the mediator. Just broach that. 
And number five, can I direct your complaint to someone else who can help you socially, legally, therapeutically, or spiritually? And that is my personal code of how to deal with gossip and lies. And many people who phone me up wanting to spread gossip and lies have, have interacted with this um, rule set without knowing it. But now you all know, and it's been published. All right, that was it for me. I'm going to turn this over to Brother Christopher, okay? Hello again. Um, <laughs> actually, your list, I think it was in the B section, you said something about how explain simply to the gossiper that you do not like participating in speculation about people. Mm-hmm. I have a really personal story about that, that um, – my parents, uh, they originally grew up in the Midwest, and they met in San Francisco when my dad was in the Navy, and my mom was working a job at a um, food service facility um, for a hospital. And mm-hmm. um, they got married, had my oldest sister, and then my dad and finishing finishing his term and relocating to where I was born, which was in Southern California. And they were members of a church down there. And when they first moved there for like the first three months, when they became members of that church, they would get phone calls from other members wanting to gossip about, wanting to gossip about other members. And finally my dad picked up, like he picked up the phone and it was a member and they started trying to tell him about what so-and-so did. And he was like, and he just told them, if this isn't about direct church business, I don't care. And I don't want to hear it. Thank you. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Hung up the phone. And from that day forward, they never had any more phone calls from any of the church gossips ever again. And that's 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 a wonderful, that just stops it. And that is what I call mundane. I mean, it's just like I'm setting my social boundary, Mm -hmm. right? Um, This is is one of the situations where gossip and lies in spiritual uh, organizations or communities, uh, people tend to want to think about, hey, how do I handle this spiritually? But sometimes the mundane response is the best because it stops mm-hmm. it um, at the ground level. If you think of spirituality and mundanity as sort of a pyramid, you know, starting with you know the simplest you know chemical and physical reactions, and then going rising up through um, social ability and um, you know mental um, effects, and then you know finally to spiritual effects upon the world. Um, no need to start off at the very top if you can cut it off at the knees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is interesting oh, to yeah. point out that uh, every major religion has some type of injunction against gossip. <laughs> it's not usually when you when religions agree because they rarely agree, but uh, when religions agree that you tell you something, right? Like most religions have an issue with murder. <laughs> like don't kill people. And you'll always find, whether it's in Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, major religions of the world almost all talk about gossip as a deeply dangerous thing. And I think that's because it's pointing out that gossip is not just uh, a social ill. It's not just talking bad about somebody. It's not just participating and talking behind somebody's back. It has an actual spiritual effect 
uh, in Islamic discourse, they often talk about uh, gossip as a form of backbiting. And they say in the end of days, those who have participated in backbiting and slander and gossip behind somebody's back will actually regurgitate flesh as if they had committed that consider that serious you're actually consuming the other person by gossiping about them and so you must avoid gossip don't gossip about people don't speak ill of people don't slander them these are considered really major issues you find very similar injunctions in judaism don't gossip it's not a good thing christianity the reason for this is that like the evil eye uh, gossip has a debilitating effect a deleterious effect on others it is an actual uh, spiritual attack of sorts and like the evil eye you don't have to participate in a magical ritual in order for it to be affected in fact many cultures talk about the evil eye and the evils of the tongue to as the evil tongue, the ability to speak about someone and therefore permanent. That, unlike the evil eye, which only takes an individual directing the envy, directing uh, the malice, whatever it is, towards a person, the evil tongue requires a network. It's like a spider. It requires other participants in order for it to be effective. A person who's going to do evil by the tongue, who's going to slander and who's going to gossip, requires someone to hear those words and then spread those words. And then they spread like a virus through a community. They spread like a virus through an organization. Uh, And that's how they do harm. And that harm isn't just, you know, oh, someone spoke ill about me. I feel so bad. Why would they do that? It has real effects. It will turn people against you. It will close up opportunities. And like the evil one, it's often described as having a sort of drying effect. It dries up people's goodwill towards the individual that is being spoken about. And so this is why the sort of personal code you've talked about, or Brother Christopher talking about uh, their parents and how they said, I'm not interested in participating in it. That's a way of ensuring that you don't uh, become complicit in the spreading of the evil, that you don't become mm-hmm. conduit for that movement, because you, that's how it works. Someone says it to you, they plant the seed of evil, and then you pass it on to somebody else, and they pass it on to somebody else. And before long, you have this whole virulent network that has against this one person. It is a type of, of sorcery, it's a type of wickedness that is being done. So this is one thing to be aware of, is that when we talk about gossip, we often talk about it from the lens of how to protect yourself from gossip, and I think that's worthwhile to discuss here as well. But it's also important to note that it's not just about protecting yourself from gossip, but also protecting yourself from participating and being complicit in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's start off with some ideas for spells about how to protect yourself. Um, I mentioned making your own personal concerns unusable insofar Mm -hmm. as you can. A lot of people ask me about this. Oh, my photos on the web, you know, I have to put up a picture of a butterfly or an Australian magpie instead of myself or people will do evil magic on me and gossip about me and and strike me. No, you don't. You can um, deactivate certain photos. You just do a little uh, ritual over them and um, and make them be 
no longer represented a, a view. I've mentioned before that there's a photo of me that I've used for years and years. It shows me making a mojo mm-hmm. in front of a wall of herb jars, and in front is an herb, and that was photoshopped, uh, an herb jar, I should say, and that was photoshopped in, mm-hmm. and that is rue, and rue is against the evil eye. So if you were to blow that picture up and see it, you would see it was a, a jar of rue has created a wall between the viewer and my hands and, and me. Mm-hmm. My eyes are mm-hmm. down also. Um, the idea of um, protecting behind a wall or a cloth is very common in evil eye cultures, and that's what mm-hmm. I did in Rue is, of course, used against evil eye. So that's one way to do it. Um, the next thing is um, to use protection in anti-evil eye prayer spells, herbs, and spiritual supplies. So I want to bring Christopher back in here. Christopher, what are your favorite um, quick, simple ways to protect against gossip directed against yourself using spiritual supplies or prayers? What do you do? Um, My favorite quick way actually is to use chia seeds. Um, And I like them especially because they're now extremely common and easy to find uh, because they become a very popular health food and most supermarkets will carry them now. And um, and how do I like to use it? It's I make a bath out of it. And chia seeds, uh, sort of the way they are, that when they get wet and they soak up water, they release these tiny little hairs that just grab the water around it, and it kind of makes it um, thick and sort of slimy. Mm-hmm. at least texture-wise. And so when you mm-hmm. bathe in that with that sort of slippery stuff and you use it, it's, it's kind of giving you that sort of slippery mucilage so that way gossip just sort of mm-hmm. slides right off of you, um, mm. which is comparable to some other rituals that I've had friends share with me. Um, one friend told me that he uses okra for that same effect. Mm-hmm. And, or a she? I think it was a she, actually. Yeah. And sh- and she would make a bath with okra and bathe in okra, and the okra would would soak up some of that water, or it has a very gelatinous filling, and it she would just bathe in it in order to get gossip to stop and go away, um, and mm-hmm. for it also just slide right off of her. So that way, if people are gossiping about her, the other people who hear it are like, they don't they don't mm-hmm. believe it. You know, another one is Slippery Elm, and that one um, is particularly traceable back to Native American uh, herbology. And Slippery Elm does the same thing. You um, add it to um, a a bath, or you can make a tea out of it and drink it. Um, Am I still online? Because I heard a big click on my line. No, you're still there. We can hear you. I'm still here. Okay. I heard, uh, sorry, I, I apologize. I heard Nagashiva talking in the background, and I heard this big click like I had been taken offline. Okay. Um, ah, he says I had to disconnect the other phone. I apologize. So uh, Slippery Elm is becoming mm-hmm. somewhat endangered. Everybody wants it, but you can buy it in the form of Slippery Elm throat lozenges and use those. I often put that into tea to use and okra is the same, and so are chia seeds. A combination of the three would be a wonderful stop gossip um, product yeah. to make. Yeah. 
Yeah, slippery elm is my, my go-to for sure. Uh, any type of slipping. Okra is particularly Afro-Caribbean. You find it a lot. You do find it also uh, in New Orleans, uh, Florida as well, amongst voodoo practitioners there. So any type of thing that allows you to slip through is the way it was described to me. So that words do not stick to you because it's about creating a network. It's about creating a web of evil. And so you want to be able to slip through, particularly they say, uh, in family functions and work, <laughs> places in which you're running the gauntlet. And so you want to be able to slip through that gauntlet, whether it's at work or a family function, without the words uh, affecting you. So it's the type of protection that allows you to slip. Now, interestingly, in the Virginian uh, conjure that I grew up in, um, we don't use slippery elm as, uh, for, as a tea, even though that is probably the most common way that it's used, uh, because it's, to create that sort of slippery, slimy, mucusy uh, a bit, what we actually do is burn it to ash. So one of the oldest ways we were taught to use slippery elm is to burn it to ash as you recite a psalm. And we usually recite Psalm 91, but I was also told by a man from North Carolina that 35 and 37 were also used here. So you can use either of these three or all three. You burn it to ash, and then you take the ash of the slippery elm and you make a cross on your shoes. You should basically bless your shoes so that as every step you take, you slip through whatever gossip is being spread about you, whatever evil is being said about you. It allows you to go through without any of it having an effect, and it's a very effective way of protecting yourself. I tell clients to do this very easy, very straightforward. I tell them to do it once a month. Once a month, burn slippery elm to ash, make a cross on the shoes that you wear daily, put those shoes on, and you've got a nice solid protection against gossip throughout the entire month. The other way that I prefer to work is through some form of talismanic component. I believe this also ties with what Miss Cat was talking about, and that is to make your personal concern unusable. Any type of talisman that you place onto the body itself, rings, necklaces, brooches, bracelets, whatever, any of those can be used to ensure your personal concerns can't be used against you. You drop a little bit. I mean, you can't constantly guard your personal concerns. They're going to shed. <laughs> your hair is going to fall out. Even for those of us that don't have a lot of hair, your facial hair will fall out. Your eyebrow hair will fall out. Uh, your name exists, right? You can take all sorts of measures. You can live a life where you're constantly... Uh, working in the reactive and you're worried about your name and your photo and whatnot, or you could take proactive measures by wearing a talismanic form of protection, and that will protect the body, which means that if someone does get a bit of your hair, does get your name, does get your photo, um, they will be, it'll be difficult for them to work against you. Not impossible. There's ways around protection, uh, but it'll be difficult. And you can you work it in a way that it acts as an early warning system so that you know someone is spreading evil about you, someone is gossiping about you. I personally do this myself, uh, not to give away too many of my secrets, but I, uh, everyone knows that I wear a ring, the gin ring, uh, and I set up gin guardians for protecting my name from evil uh, eye and from gossip. They have a you, I won't name the list, uh, but the jinn's job is quite literally to listen to when people speak my name or use my photo or whatever, and if it's done in an evil way, they give a good little whack. Their job is to be quite literally punitive, uh, not just to warn me, but to intervene directly. And I've had cases where uh, they'll cause people to get into car accidents, straight up car accidents, they'll burn 
someone lights a black candle on me and it burns their uncle. <laughs> and eventually the people, yeah, the gin intervene. They're not very, they're not very uh, subtle in any way, shape, or form. It's not like, oh, I burnt this candle and now I feel guilty. Maybe I shouldn't be speaking ill about Conjurman. They're like, oh, no, you spoke ill about Conjurman. I'll down for you. I'll call your, I'll call your car and ask I actually had a case once where a client who was very, very upset that I did a reading for them but would not take on their case because I felt it was unjustified, went around and spread all sorts of horrible things about me. And within a week, their car got into a massive accident and it was totaled. And they came back and they said, I'm so sorry. Here's what I did. And now I realize that I fucked up. I said, look, I didn't even know this was going on. I had no idea. Can't blame me, but you didn't do intervene. And the purpose of this type of protection is so that I don't have to worry about it. I'm never doing divinations about whether someone's gossiping about me or speaking ill about I know it's being taken care of. This form of protection is known as intelligent protection, in which a spirit intervenes. And you can do this with, in my case, I do it with the jinn. You can do this with the St. Michael. You can do this with your ancestors. For those of you that have attended the Hoodoo Heritage uh, Workshop, here's another plug for it. Uh, in previous years, I actually taught a workshop on spirit guardians. You can get mm-hmm. the red folder, correct me, Kat, red folder or black folder, and you will find that flyer in there where I teach about how to create these intelligent forms of protection, these spirit guardians who will go out of their way to protect you and respond to any type of harm. You can do it with St. Michael. Take your photo, write uh, the protective psalms on the back, put a pinch of slippery elm in there, fold it up, and place it into the arms of a St. Michael statue. Not under his feet, in his arms. So as his arms are kind of crooked, he's got a sword in one, and he's reaching it. Put it, St. Michael will ensure that if anyone speaks ill of you, they get a nice little whack on the head. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Grateful Diana in the chat, I just want to give a shout out, talks about reversing your photo. So this is using photo editing mm-hmm. uh, techniques so that what you've put out is a mirror image so that it's the same as um, uh, that, you know, that, that you've reversed it and um, they cannot uh, really find you. They get caught in that twisty maze of reversal. It's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Diana, for that one. So um, let's too. go back to uh, uh, Christopher. Um, you know, we also want to talk about preventing and stopping gossip and lies about others. So um, let's start off with a. Do you have a, any kind of spell for that? I mean, you can't bathe them in okra. You know what I'm saying? True. <laughs> you can't bathe them in chia seeds. So how do you uh, work to help other people who are being gossiped about? Um, well, if it's a client who comes to me and they're dealing with problems of gossipers, then I'll, like I'll recommend them take the chia seed bath. But most often, um, quite simply, I'll burn a candle for them that I'll dress with a stop gossip oil and um, and add a little pinch of herbs and pray over it. And most of the time, that makes it go away and they're usually impressed about how quickly it happens um i mainly like using oils because i like playing with essential oils and perfumery products and creating scents and stuff because i like smelling pretty um (laughs) and 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 it's just fun but what else 
Uh, I did. I had a friend recently. He was being gossiped by about by his neighbor to his landlord, and also being um, sort of threatened by this neighbor as well. The the neighbor would get drunk and come and stand outside my friend's door and just like shout and yell. And I did this combination of inflammatory confusion and stop gossip on the guy. And um, I actually called upon some angels. I forget where I... I think they were from the Jewish Shem HaMemphoresh. They were angelic names derived from that. Um, mm-hmm. And called upon these angels to just stop up this person's mouth and stop up their mind. And every time they think about my friend, they get distracted and they can't think about, and they immediately think about something else and they can't keep their minds focused on my friend. And within 48 hours, like all of a sudden everything was quiet. They stopped banging on the shared wall that they have. Um, my friends stopped getting calls from the landlord about, you know, mysterious problems that were unproven. Um, and it just, it cleared everything up for him very quickly. That's a good one. That reminds me of one that I use, which is a skull candle. And so um, in this one, I um, the person who is the – this is not for just straight-up gossip. This is for real heavy lies. I will write an indictment or self-indictment on a long, thin strip of paper saying, you know, I, I lie and I, I spread gossip and rumors and uh, I stand convicted of my lies and so forth. And I make a little um, – a long strip like this and then curl it up like a little tongue um, carve a little hole or a little slit in the teeth of a white skull candle or a black skull candle probably mm-hmm. black I tend to use white ones because they're easier to get <laughs> but a black skull candle will work and um, put that in there and then melt it in place so that it's kind of with the um, held between the teeth and then dress that skull candle with um, a combination of stop gossip, inflammatory confusion, and you can put in a few other little choice bits like destruction if you want to. And then set it on fire. You can also stab it with pins if you want to, dipped in uh, inflammatory confusion, and you can uh, sprinkle red pepper powder all over it. Anyway, as it burns, you can then uh, set the tongue on fire at the far end. You uncurl that little curled up uh, piece and um, and then just set it on fire and as it burns it'll burn up toward the candle and that is mm-hmm. for them to reveal their crazy and they will reveal mm-hmm. their crazy and I've done it and I've seen it work and seen people get fired out of a job where they were spreading uh, def- defamation and slander and so forth I love skull candles um, I, I do something similar but what I do is uh, once I've got the skull candle fixed uh, and loaded, like you mentioned, uh, I light the skull candle, and then uh, this again, you got to be very careful. You got to do this in a heat-proof area. I usually do this uh, outside. I have a specifically heat-proof pan that I do this on. I then encircle it with Florida water, and I light the Florida water, so that the skull candle is lit in the middle, 
and there's a ring of fire around it so that any words that they say get burned. Uh, and this will really, really melt that candle down fast. Uh, and if you're really kind of uh, careful with fire, you can actually splash a little bit of that Florida water and let it just sort of sizzle and pop and, and whatnot. And they will absolutely lose control completely. Everything will turn uh, against them. A less uh, aggressive approach, but one that is very protective. Uh, you can get the root worker special size uh, oils from Lucky Mojo and ask for a protection oil, uh, and then add in slippery elm and then nine devil juicers. So the reason you want to get the root worker special is a slightly bigger bottle than the, the normal oils. Uh, and you, what you do is you put your hair in it. So you take the hair of yourself or your client and you place it in there and you've just created for yourself a little protection jar. And the reason you want to put it oil slippery. And so this builds on that slippery component, slippery elm, protection oil, nine devil shoestring to tie up any devil that comes your way. You put the hair of your client, your friend, your family member, yourself in that jar and you now have a stop gossip protection jar and anyone who uses your personal concern or speaks ill of you will be stopped and halted and you'll be kept safe from all of it. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I like those um, uh, protection bottles, protection jars. Um, It's real traditional to do them in blue glass, but if you cannot find blue glass, it's all right. Um, Back in the day, I have read some that were collected by Harry Hyatt that were done in black glass, you know, some sort of Mm -hmm. medicine bottle, black glass. But usually blue glass is used because it has a relationship to the evil eye. Blue protects against the evil eye. So that's a, a... pretty quick way to make that kind of protection. Uh, Papaji um, um, posted um, something um, earlier about uh, Hail Marys. Um, he, as he said, is Episcopalian, which is Catholic light, but his husband, Roy, is a Catholic. And gossiping forbidden in the Catholic Church, there is a specified punishment for it, or, no, I shouldn't call it mm-hmm. punishment, a specified, what would you call it, um, redemptive act, an act of contrition. It's a redemptive act Penance, of contrition, yeah. yes, yes. I'm channeling my inner, uh, my inner Ernie Medeiros, my best Catholic friend. <laughs> um, and that is 15 Hail Marys. So if you, um, if you realize you've spread gossip, you should say 15 Hail Marys if you're Catholic. Thanks, Papa G and Roy. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, Sydney DC said, I missed the oils, protection, slippery elm. Um, oh, Papa G has now posted the entire <laughs> Hail Mary. Thank you, Papa G. Um, so, Sydney DC, you can go to whodoataglance.com and you'll find a list of protective herbs and roots. So, slippery elm chia seed and okra are mentioned and of course protection spiritual supplies stop gossip spiritual supplies and um that that would be enough some people say oh i'm going to go right to fiery wall of protection i would only do that if there was a third repetition you know if they gossip three times get them out with protection if they keep it up i'd go to fiery wall of protection and let them get a little burned but I, I wait on fiery wall of protection until I realize that they are doing this deliberately and not just because they got caught up in the heat of the disease being transmitted from one person to another. All right, well, the next uh, thing I'd like to talk about is the uh, gossip has gone to the level of defamatory lies. 
first of all, this is more than a spiritual problem, usually, at this point. And um, there may be a need for legal action. There may be um, a need for cutting off the liar. Don't fight with them about it. Don't, you know, just, just cut them off. So you can do some sort of a, a cut and clear or break up with that person so that they can no longer enter your space with lies. It is sometimes a good idea, sometimes, to tell the person who's been lied about, but usually not because it's just transmitting the disease and reinfecting and re-victimizing that person who's been lied about. But if they decide to bring a legal case, you know, call them up and say, hey, I'll testify on your behalf. Um, You know, speak the truth if needed. But don't try to insert yourself in every situation where lies are being told. If the person who is lying is um, has a personality disorder, um, there really is not much you can do other than freeze them, okay? So mm-hmm. you may put them in a freezer spell. And this way, they and it should be a reflective or a mirror box would be another way to go. I like to put a mirror in a freezer. That's, you know, uh, in a mirror, in a freezer, excavating for a mine. I don't know. Um, and eventually, at, at the end of a year of that being in there, you can put it in a graveyard. And uh, Or you can do another one of my favorite little tricks, which is to take that frozen spell, make it in something that it can pop out of. In other words, uh, a little container that does not have a shoulder, like a jar with a shoulder on it, but something that it'll pop out when you heat it up. And take that frozen spell to a river, ice floats, and you just throw it in the river and let it them go away out of your life. So those kinds of freezer spells, banishing spells, you can use banishing oil or banishing powder or incense, and um, you can use a doll, make a doll with that. Those kinds of spells are good for um, hot-footing, banishing, and getting rid of people who have a personality disorder. And that personality disorder will manifest in other ways than simply gossip and lies. So that's my... Anybody else have a, a trick on that style of work yeah place them in a, in a jar of ammonia is really good uh if you take their oh. photo and yeah there if you can get a piece of their hair uh dissolve them in a jar of ammonia ammonia strips away uh it completely strips away people's ability to work evil against you but also strips away particularly those that are just so difficult to work with they've mo- moved on to the level of slander they've got some type of like fixation on you and they're, they're coming for you Put them in ammonia. Dissolve them mm-hmm. in ammonia, strip them away with the power of ammonia, and then uh, get rid of the jar. Um, it's a fantastic, fantastic way of dealing with people like that. And it does. It will remove them from your life, but also strip them of their power in the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a real good one. Um, so I don't usually carry a person like that to the graveyard. Uh, maybe um, I would ask, you know, God, is this going to be a, a real threat? In other words, is the guy going to use a gun? At first lies, then the gun. But I don't, I don't carry people to the graveyard for just slander, yeah. defamation, and lies. I will try to um, cut them out of the community first. Okay, so 
Yeah, crossroads and rivers are, I think, the far better places to work with when it comes mm-hmm. to things like gossip and lies. It also seems to work better with how gossip and lies exist spiritually. It's about scattering. It's about moving mm-hmm. away. It's about flow rather than burying and grounding. So the idea of scattering to the four winds at a crossroads, driving them out mm-hmm. of a city via a river, works better mm-hmm. with, a, with the spiritual quality that is gossip and slander. Yeah, that's a that's a real good way to do it. I love that ammonia spell too. Um, that just turns their life upside down. Just a a, a, a real strong form of work. Mm-hmm. Um, Simple but strong. Mhm. Yeah. I also, I mean, these those are all really great techniques. Um, I also know some tricks that use that are about trying to turn the person from being your enemy into being your friend to get them to mm-hmm. stop. Um, and these actually, they use food, and you feed them things. And um, one is you'd make spice cookies with clove, because clove is supposed to be a stop gossip, but it also helps create friendship as well. Um, mm-hmm. And also part of that comes from is that clove – especially clove oil, when it's really concentrated, is supposed to have a numbing effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, by ingesting it, I actually have a friend who told me a story that he used too much clove spice in a um, spiced cupcake that he made, as well mm-hmm. as he put some clove flavoring into the frosting. And mm-hmm. it actually caused his and all of his friends' tongues to go numb for about 15 minutes because he <laughs> over the cakes. And so you could make similar clove spiced cakes or cookies and, you know, just take a simple sugar cookie, add some clove powder to it um, and bake them up. And if it's like at a workplace or at the church or, you know, some social event, you just here, have a cookie, have a cookie. Cause you know, it's a cookie. <laughs> People that's love wonderful. That is yeah, really that's a great that's one. Um, and you are, I haven't tried I this. I won't accept any cookies from you. For <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll smell them first. That's pretty strong work, man. Um, I I happen to know of a recipe to make a chocolate pudding with chia seeds. Um, oh my gosh. And and it mm. and can actually be made into like a vegan or vegetarian pudding where you don't use any dairy. Um, mm-hmm. So you could use like coconut milk and coconut oil and chocolate and the chia seeds, and then and you actually have to heat heat some water and the chia seeds together, then put it into a blender, and then add the cocoa powder. And the what was it? The coconut oil and the coconut milk in order to give it sort of that that mouth texture, and blend it all together, and then pour it into the containers that you're going to serve it in, and just let it sit and set. And it's delicious, let me tell you. Mm. Oh, and some sugar mm. or whatever sweetener mm. you want to use. And it's delicious. So you could definitely use chia seeds to make this pudding in order to spread stop gossip through. Mm -hmm. Um, That's amazing. People up and, and, you know, 
get the get the lies out of their mouth, as it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to I want to uh, put in one more word for alum also, which was mentioned in. The I was just going to mention Alan. <laughs> you were going to mention Alan too. Okay, yeah, we're we, hold we, it on we just preempted each other. Yeah. Uh, you take it. You yeah. go. You go ahead. You talk about the Alan. Uh, that was too funny. We had a very hoodoo psychic moment there. Uh, but yeah, I, I was thinking, <laughs> as you were mentioning uh, clothes, I was thinking of things that make your lips pucker. Uh, lemon cakes being or lemon cookies and cakes being one, but alum, anything that makes your lips pucker is great. And my favorite working that actually combines all of this is you take a lemon and you cut it in half and you place the name paper of the person who is gossiping or if you can get their hair, you put their hair in the lemon and you sprinkle inside the lemon just a pinch of alum so it's doubly to make that lips pucker and the mouth pucker or if it's a name paper, you put the alum in the name paper, fold it up, place it into the lemon. Then you take pins and you put the lemon together. Then you take cloves and you stud mm-hmm. the lemon. So this is an old-timey working in which every uh, clove that you stick into the lemon, you then say, your mouth is silent, I shut your mouth. You know, you just kind of curse as you do so. You wrap the, the entire thing up in black thread, hang it from a tree, and it will shut their mouths quickly. So lemon, alum, whoops, spring add those cloves in to kind of pin it all as as a curse, bind it up, and hang it in a tree. Damn, that's good work. <laughs> that is that is <laughs> intense work. Um, well, the only thing I would add to that is the way that my grandmother told me if you were going to work against people using a lemon, which you studded with pins, needles, or nails, do not just wrap it neatly. Make the, make the thread run yes. every which direction to confuse the witches. That's what she yes. said. Well said, yeah. <laughs> that, um, that is intense. <laughs> to add another thing, um, there's a common house plant, or it used to be somewhat common, called dumb cane. Oh, that, yes, dumb cane. Um, that it's, it's not recommended to bite into it because apparently it has crystals that will form when, it, when its cells are pierced that will Mm -hmm. cause your tongue to go numb and Mm -hmm. I believe cause pain after Mm -hmm. if you put too much in. And that could also make a great house plant um, if you want to hide your protective jar and kind of like the way you use a fern with with an apple or a honey jar, you could use a dumb cane plant and plant a stop gossip jar in the pot and then put the dumb cane on top of it and use right. that you know, at your house or give it as a gift. Mm-hmm. The only thing about dumb cane, don't use it where children or pets could eat it. Mm, All right. Yes. Boy, what a fantastic show this has been. Uh, lots and lots of good spells and recipes. No, Thank no. you Whole so much, Brother Christopher. Stop yeah, a really good You're tutorial. Welcome. This was like a mini workshop, and I am very grateful that you came on our show. We're now going to go and do a reading. And, um, and Clifford is going to take it away and introduce our client. Absolutely. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, located online at luckymojo.com, and by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, 
a directory of ethical and authentic qualms for practitioners located online at readersandworkers.org. And by Hoodoo Psychics, the first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted group worker instantly called 1884-HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and to talk to today's client. Our caller is Shay, calling from area code 678. Shay, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Perfect. All right, uh, Shay, uh, have you ha- apparently have not had readings on this topic, and she writes, I've been dating a guy for four years, and we've had a good relationship, but until last week when we broke up, when he broke up with me and is being real mean and nasty to me, I don't know why or what could have happened because we were not having any issues at all. Um, taking it over to you, Miss Kat. All right. Um, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, Shay. Um, what sign of the zodiac are you? Uh, Pisces. Pisces. Okay. So I have here a note that's in the chat. It's an entirely different question. So now I'm quite confused. Um, Maybe I can get Nagashiva to explain. He posted something. Ah, there, now he corrected it. Okay, (laughs) thank you, Nagashiva. He posted an entirely different question from a different person. Um, So you're a Pisces, and uh, the, the man who broke up with you, what is his sign? He's a Gemini. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm going to tell you um, an old truism. Pisces is a mutable sign, and it's you know two fishes swimming in opposite directions. Um, very flexible, very shimmery. Love poetry, love art, beauty. Very creative people, very emotional people. Gemini is two twins. So these are both called double-bodied signs, and the two twins are two personalities, two people. And Gemini is said to be a person who may display a um, changeable personality. The mutable signs um, are square to one another and don't go so well with one another. So Pisces and Gemini is not naturally uh, considered to be one of the blessed combinations of signs. That doesn't mean it doesn't work. There may be other planets that are involved that do show that it will work. But I'm just going to say that's sort of a little uh, thing there. Gemini is the sign most likely to have short-term relationships or to break up relationships. And um, Sagittarius is the other sign most likely to do that. So um, That's just a little astrological thing. Now I'm going to read three cards. So um, you want to know why or what could have happened. All right. Card number one. Mm. Card number one is a fabulous card to explain this. It is the Two of Pentacles. All my Tarot reading friends will go, well, dang. The Two of Pentacles is a man who is down by the water, by the ocean, and he's holding two discs, one in each hand, with an infinity symbol kind of tying them together, and he's trying to balance them, and he's unable to do so, and he's trying to balance himself, and is sort of falling over. Behind him in the water, there are waves going up and down, and on the waves, there are two ships. Um, 
something is pulling him away from you. It could be his job. It could be another lover. It could be a mood disorder that goes up and down, like bipolar disorder. But the one thing this card has, the one message it gives us, it's nothing you did. This is inherent to him, to his inability to balance his moods or emotions at this time or to balance his interests between uh, being near and being far away, other people, you. There's something going on here. It's all his problem. The card is, uh, shows a person who is on a stage and so is in a theater. And so this is about his internal drama. And it's not even necessarily everything that's happening around him, but his own mind is somewhat imbalanced at this time. Not a very good uh, card as far as can we fix him, because it looks like it's a little bit more of a problem than that. The next card is a, a card that is, um, well, I'm going to say to you, it must be hard. You know, you've been with someone these years, and and it's it's you know it's not fun. It doesn't feel good to be uh, treated this way, but. My feeling is that you can make an attempt to get back together again, but you should not do it uh, repeatedly. So this card is called the Four of Cups, and it shows a man who's discontented, and he's sitting on the ground under a tree, and he has three golden goblets in front of him, and he's refused every one of them. And now the cloud comes out of the sky holding, uh, with the hand of an angel holding a golden goblet, offering him the fourth goblet which he's just about to refuse so when i get this card i usually say the possibility of satisfaction of your desires of getting back together with him is about at this point at about the 25 percent level it doesn't bode well but you still can try i usually say try it to the very bitter end set yourself a time limit and try it to the end um this is a a card that shows him to be worse than stubborn it because who would in their right mind refuse the gift of a golden goblet from heaven that's somebody who's got a problem in their mind and you may have you know dodged a bullet on this you may find as you move on in your life that there's going to be something better for you Um, the next card the third card i have is a card that says you have a lot of um, magical power here. So it does recommend you do some magic, even though you may lose and you may not get what you want. If you do perform a magic spell, you'll learn a little bit about yourself and a little bit about magic, probably a lot about yourself. This card is called the Magician. And it says, and by the way, it is the uh, card that relates to Mercury, which is the ruler of um, Gemini. Uh, it, it says use all of your love. There's a, a, an arbor of red roses overhead. Use all of your love and all of the uh, four elements that are represented by a disc of talismans, a, a cup of liquids, perfumes, teas, or baths, a sword which represents the throat or voice or air or prayer, and the torch or wand or candle, um, 
rod, whatever you want to call it, are on the table in front of this magician. You can use all four of those things. And then below is a little garden of lilies and roses. And the lilies are interesting here because it says you start off with passionate love and you go through the magical act, but it may just be to turn this into a friendship. And it may be just to satisfy yourself as to how magic works. I don't see that it will absolutely succeed because of these first two cards. That's my um, reading. And um, let's turn this over to Brother Christopher. Hi, Shay. Hello. Um, I am using a system that is called the Astrological British Room. Um, it uses 13 different items, that seven of which correspond to the classical planets of astrology. And then uh, there are six other pieces, one for love, one for home, one for life, one for news, one for good luck, and then one is an indicator that um, in this case would represent you in the reading. And... Because um, you're trying to understand what happened, which I feel like Miss Cat broke down very well with her tarot card reading. Um, explaining, oh, let me go back to the text, that you have, he has some sort of mental issue laying behind this. Um, perhaps something is weighing on his mind and or some thought or idea has occurred to him um, about where to move forward with his relationship. And so I'm going to pick some lots to help see what kind of answer we can get. I'm going to take the love lot. That in luck. And so the layout of the lots in front of me and the way that they landed on my casting cloth, um, the closest to the indicator lot representing you is the love lot, which tells me that there's love here. And I feel it's love coming mostly strongly from you um, because you still love him and, and you are still drawn to him. Um, but there is something else that has come up recently because the next closest lot is the Mars lot. And that represents to me enemies, arguments, discord, disagreements. And you said in your quick um, situation or question that you are not having any issues at all. And often I find that that may be perhaps you weren't feeling any issues, but I feel like he was feeling a lot of issues. Um, Geminis are known for perhaps subverting some of their interior some of their interior experiences and not expressing them in order to kind of keep the peace, which can also kind of make them a little double a little two faced and a little double sided 
as it were, as they kind of play both sides, especially if they get pulled between friends or competing people, uh, competing coworkers, because they they don't generally want to be anybody's enemy. But at the same time, like, he doesn't want to fight with you, but he can only take so much of something that he sees as being offensive to him. And I feel like that's why he suddenly has, he suddenly broke up with you seemingly out of the blue is that something you were doing that you are completely unaware that it was offensive to him because he never said anything. He just held back because he didn't want to cause problems. It wasn't bothering him at first. And, you know, maybe it's just a little habit you do. It's a little, maybe it's something you say regularly, um, and that has he's finally reached his breaking point and that what's caught and that is what has caused him to blow up and explode in that way um the next the next two runes that turn face up um is saturn and luck and saturn is the closest one which indicates that this is, to me, I see this as a pretty strong breakup. Like, he's definitely reached a very powerful breaking point with whatever happened. And it's it's really sunk deep because he's held it within for so long. Um, and it's, it's probably not going to be something that's going to be easily moved. But the next upright one is the luck room. And that tells me that there is perchance some way to move forward out of this and turn things around. So um, there were two other runes which turned out face down, which indicate that these are hidden and um, unapparent influences on the situation. And they were the moon rune and the Venus rune. And uh, symbolically, both of those indicate female influences, which to me suggests perhaps whatever you were doing, he's also started taking interest in another woman. Um, I don't think it's an active relationship per se because they are in a sense, inactive runes, and thus they're not showing themselves as being an active role right now. But he's broken it off because he's just so upset by some habit, some thing that you say or done, and he's he's perhaps started to look at other women and look at other women. But I feel like you could also use those same influences to turn him around by using your female wiles, as it were, um, Mm -hmm. to sort of enchant and seduce him and calm him down. And if you could... How to say this? Um, To calm him down. We do need need to go on to the root work advice at this point. You've kind of run long. Um, Sorry. So let's let's. Uh, it's okay. Uh, you're new on the show. Look at the rundown. It'll always give you the minutes. Um, so let's turn this over to some um, root work advice from Conjure Man. 
Yeah, I think you've got some good uh, work here. I'm going to speak a little bit fast. Uh, if you miss anything, it's in the archives. Please listen to it again. So a couple things right off the bat. None of these indicate really strong indications of a full-on reconciliation. So the work that I'm going to give you will open a chance to reconcile. That doesn't necessarily mean you'll get back together, but there may be opportunities to reconnect and whatnot. Also be mindful that you said you broke up last week. Mercury came out of its retrograde and entered into Gemini, its home sign. This is usually a point of, of reassessing what's going on, rethinking in the medieval tradition. It's literally called remaking the house. And it's been building up towards an aspect with Mars. So that's all that key intention. You'll feel a little bit of a shift uh, later next week, so just bear that in mind. What I want you to do is get a white skull candle, carve out the bottom, and add in to the hole that you made two bombs of Gilead, two rose petals, and two cubib berries. Melt this over again, inscribe his name on the skull, baptize it in his name, then in a ring around the wick, write, miss me, return to me, come to me. You are inscribing these words into his mind and soul. Anoint this skull candle with reconciliation oil and love me oil. Place it on a heat-proof dish, uh, and then in a ring around it clockwise, pour honey and sprinkle it with some rose petal. Set this up on your altar in the front, the back, to the right, and to the left. I want you to set up picture frames, so four picture frames, front, back, left, and right. And in the picture frames, you are going to place a photo of you two from a happy moment in your relationship. It should be a memorable moment, not just a random photo, something that you remember as happy. Anoint the picture frames with uh, the same oils, and then light this candle and speak directly to his heart and soul, telling him to return to you. Do this for 15 minutes or so, then snuff out of the candle. The next day, do it again. Light the candle, pray. Repeat for seven days until it all burns down. Bury the leftover wax, the honey, the rose petal bits, all in your front yard of your house to draw him back to you. Take the photo frames and place them around the house. Don't put them all side by side. It's kind of weird, but place them in different rooms around the house to draw him back into your home. It's a good reconciliation work, but there's a caveat. Do this for no more than the end of the summer. Give that to the deadline. If by the end of the summer he does not return, you need to move on. Geminis tend to kind of go hot and cold, and once they find another person rather quickly, they've moved on. So give it to the end of summer. You don't get this guy back. Move on. But this working will give you a little bit of an opportunity. All right. Wow, that was very fast, and I hope I got it all written down. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the archive and miss anything I say. Okay. Wow. Thank you, Conjure Man. And there's our music. Ah, that was good. All right. Um, Conjure Man, the fastest spellcaster in the West. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we're now going to go to our network announcement with Clifford. Coming in after the network announcement. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays, 1 to 2. And Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 7 to 8. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment from our special guest, Brother Christopher, runeworker.com in California. Take it away, Brother Christopher. Thank you, Clifford. So the free spell today is to silence slander and gossip. And what you will need is a stock legal letter for a cease and desist of spreading slander and libel, um, a picture or the names of the target or targets, a black candle, an oil for stopping gossip, an oil for cursing, slippery elm or chia seeds, black salt, and a tool for carving into wax, such as a pin, needle, coffin nail, etc. Uh, there's a suggested timing for this spell, but it's not a requirement. You could either do it at night on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Saturday. Um, suggested times may be during the planetary hours of Mars, Mercury, or Saturn on any of on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Saturday. And another beneficial timing is during a Mercury retrograde. Um, you will take the stock, stock form of the legal letter for cease and desist. And in the appropriate spaces, write the names of the target or targets into the listed areas on the stock form. If you know their location of address, employment, employer, and any other specific information, include that into the form. At another point in the form, include the type of action the targets are taking, who they are spreading it to, and what methods they are using, such as social media, office gossip, etc. When you're complete, Put a pinch of herb of your chosen herb, either slippery elm or chia seeds, and black salt, and then fold up the letter. And if a picture, if you have it into it, folding it up all soundly and tightly. And then you can tie it up with either black thread or a black tape, like a black duct tape. Um, Place this on your working area, and you will put your candle holder on top of it. You'll take the black candle and write your target's name in a spiral, like a barber's pole, from the base of the candle going up to the tip. And so that way, when you're looking at it in the candle holder, the target's name will be upside down, going down into the holder. And after you've carved the name into the candle, dress the candle with the oils, going from the base to the tip away from you. As you dress the candle, you may wish to pray imprecatory psalms or just vent your emotions of anger and vengeance, cursing the targets to shut their damn mouths and to cease speaking about you. If they continue to speak, only evil will befall them and everyone will see them for the frauds that they are and their life will turn to shit. And when you have completed, fix the candle into the candle holder so it's steady and will burn without making too much of a mess. Light the candle and pray or continue to cuss out those gossiping, slanderous, libelous motherfuckers until you feel you've vented and expressed your emotions satisfactorily. Um, I also have an incantation you can add to it that calls upon those angels of the Shalhem Memphoresh. Um, and it 
it goes, I call upon you, Aniel and Kamiya, to close the mouth of whoever you're wanting to silence, who maligns and speaks evil of me. Visit them while they sleep. Plant fright and dread in their minds and dreams. Torment them while they wake, leaving them with no peace or rest until such they no longer slander me. Grant me your swift and terrible aid, you wrathful angels, in the name of the Most High. Amen. Then focus your gaze upon the candle and focus your mind as you look at it upon silencing those bastards who are maligning you and that their slander only ruins them and their reputation. Do this from anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes or until you feel satisfied. Relax, step away, knowing that the work is done. Let the candle finish burning out. Collect any remnants of wax along with the paper, and then you can either put it into your freezer to freeze it, place it into a vinegar jar to sour up their lives some more, or take the packet of to the crossroads and leave it there and leave and walk away without looking behind you as you do so. And that's my spell. Wow. That is very thorough. Very thorough. And um, the only thing I would add is it leaves a couple of things open and you can freeze it. And I said you before you can then float that ice block down the river. Um, you can uh, leave it at a crossroads. And some people will uh, burn such a thing at a crossroads and scatter the ashes into the air at a crossroads. So there's a bunch of different disposal methods. This is a fantastic spell. Solid, solid work. Thank you so much, Brother Christopher. Do you have anything uh, to add, Conjure Man? No, great. I love the combination of working and the incantation. Interesting. Yeah, it's very, very good. Yeah, the um, the the whole thing is well thought out. It calls upon several different traditions. Um, there's the African American hoodoo use of the herbs, the candle, and so forth. Although candles do come from Europe. There's the um, the use of the um, angelic incantations, which entered hoodoo, uh, oh, way more than 100 years ago. And this is like a very solid work. The freezer spell, that's something that also goes back at least till um, pre-electrical refrigeration when people used ice blocks. And, of course, the crossroads work, which is... Uh, very common in Africa and also in the Mediterranean and Middle East um, and other other places as well. But not, I mean, using it uh, that way is pretty much African. So, wow, I really like that. I really like that spell a lot. And uh, we're going to have you back on the show, uh, Brother Christopher. Uh, come up with another topic because you bring it with you when you come. You're a very, very organized thinker, and I really appreciate that yeah sure I'd love to yeah well you know when doing this kind of work about gossip and lies we've been talking about it all day um, one of the things also to notice and I mentioned this at the onset when I said I had my little list here that gossip Mm. lies are like a disease and they are transmitted and one of the things that I've noticed is that, as Conjurman mentioned, there are astrological moments or inflection points where pandemics of lies and gossip spread. And I think we all know that right now, politically speaking, we've been in this mm. uh, 
uh, cesspool of lies for quite a while. And people are, are becoming weary of it, weary with all of the gossip and lies. The best we can do is to at least keep this away from our community and our friends. Let's do our part to make our friends Amen to that. based on an assumption of good faith and not fall into conspiracy theories, not fall into hate campaigns. Um, let's let's try to keep our lives clean. All right. Amen. Well, there's our music. Um, we're going to bring Clifford in, and he's going to give us our announcements, and then we'll all come back at the end, and I may have a few more words, and then we'll all say goodbye. Take it away, Clifford. All right. Thank you, Miss Cat and Conjurman. Thank you, Brother Christopher of RoomWorker.com in California for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week where our special guest will be Ramona Scott of Ramona Speaks the Other Truth in Houston, Texas, on the topic of spiritual mysteries. Once again, we've come to the end of another Lucky Mojo Food Work Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Catley of the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjurman at conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Clifford Loke, joining you from cliffloke.com. The Lucky Mojo Hoover Work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you for being here, and I invite you to tune in again once again next week. At the same time, you will hear the familiar strings of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye. Thank you, Clifford. Well, Ramona Scott next week. People are probably going, hmm, Ramona Scott. That is Ramona Speaks the Other Truth. And uh, I've been a guest on her show. She's been a guest on our show. You'll all remember her. Mm-hmm. Our topic will be spiritual mysticism. That's going to be an interesting one, too. All right. Well, go out and buy your tickets for the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. You knew I was going to say that, didn't you? <laughs> it's... it's <laughs> If, if you um, have never attended one of our festivals, this is our third virtual festival. We've done them in person for many, many years prior to that, 12 years prior to that. Um, the virtual festival allows people from all over the world to join and get firsthand lessons and workshops in hoodoo and conjure and spiritual work. And there are question and answer periods conducted via Zoom, and you'll be able to talk with the presenters, and you'll be able to um, ask them questions. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night.